I'm Shannon. And I'm Rami. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned to help us all expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. Shannon, do you know there's people who actually have no inner voice? What? Yeah. Please tell me more, and we need to do a whole different side dog on this. <laughs> so, I don't remember what it was, but my wife had brought up the idea, there's people who, like, can't visually picture things. Yeah. Like, you close your eyes and you can't, like, imagine. Yes. So, I'm, like, pretty convinced I have that thing. Really? Um, yeah, because I have a very bad... I have very bad spatial understanding. So, like... I look at a trunk and I look at luggage and I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I, I'm i just like, it's not going to fit. My wife is very good at it, so it's one of the places where we balance each other. But there's also people who, like, have no inner voice. This is fascinating. I was talking with a friend of mine recently who she's preparing to write a book about inner voices or whatever. And she was asking, like, everybody, what does your inner voice sound like? And I don't think she's come upon a person yet who said that they didn't have one. So she needs to talk to somebody like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if only just to like have it as a contrast. Yeah. That you may not have one at all, and that's okay too. So what are we talking about, Shannon? I okay. guess I segued us not in a directional way. But that's what are we what are fine. we talking about? That's fine. So today we're talking about uh, five things that I wish I would have told myself when or five things I wish I would have known, maybe, when moving through a major transition. So some background here, when I, five, six years ago, I left my corporate career without a real plan. (laughs) I'm not saying you have to transition that way. It was the way that I chose. Most people don't choose to do it that way. And in looking back in hindsight over the last five years, there's just like a handful of lessons that I'm like, dang, I wish somebody would have told me that. So I could have been more compassionate with myself or had more of a clue as to what I was in store for. over the next couple of years. So so these are those lessons, so to speak. The, the biggest things that I wish somebody would have told me before I started the transition process out of um, a corporate job or frankly out of going through like any major career transition. Well, and I like this too because you've gone through like a humongous one after you tried to take like a lot of minor steps. And yes. so having gone through this yourself, but then also this is a majority of what you coach people through, right? Is transitions. Yeah. And so not only is this your experience, but it's also validated through supporting others through this. So I will say everybody, this is this, you're getting a premium this week because this is some (laughs) like, this is, this is all Shannon here and it's all gold. So, well, I'm happy to share it. I'm happy to share it. So the first lesson that I feel like I've learned and I've seen in others that that I wish other people could know is that the people who got you here, meaning to wherever you are at the point where you're deciding to make a change, they will not be the ones who will get you there. You're going to have to learn how to let go. And this was one of the hardest things of my transition was realizing that like all the mentors that I had built in my corporate career, all these people that I thought like, oh, they're surely they're going to be with me for life. No, man, they're not going to be with you for life. If you're making a major career transition, like if you're changing industries in a big way, but you're going to be okay. You're going to meet so many new, incredible people that will open your eyes to how huge and vast this world is. And they'll love you well too. 
I've been so well loved by by new people who have come into my life. For me, I, of, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say I really like this, and I think the the double down I'll do on this is um, when you're in an organization, people will go out of their way to support you, and yeah. very rarely will those same people support you when you're not in that organization. Yes. It's painful, and I've seen it to be true many times, and is like a major point of pain for a lot of my clients because they're just so shocked. And I don't say this to scare people, but more to hopefully to inspire you to just think like, wow, there's some even more amazing people that are going to be so excited you're entering their field that are going to want to be a champion for you. And that's beautiful. For me, I vividly remember walking into the room of my first, first coach certification course and feeling like, whoa, these are my people. I didn't even know these kinds of people existed in the world. And then as... What I'll offer to clients too sometimes in a flippant way is like as T Swift says in one of her songs, I forgot that you existed. You know, like eventually you're gonna forget about the other people who were so important to you in your former life. Not in a bitchy way, but just like in a it's okay. You both evolve and move in different directions, and that's okay. And so the only other thing I'll add to that, because I feel like I can clue in here a little bit, is yeah. when people are supporting you, take very strong advantage of that, right? When people are willing to invest into you and are championing you really take uh, a hold of that and suck everything you can out of it because it's going to be temporary. Yes. That's good wisdom. Uh, okay. So moving on to hard lesson two or, or lesson learned two. slow the F down. We need to take time to restore ourselves when we're moving through a major change like that, because often major change is inspired as I've talked about in previous episodes, major change is usually inspired from like a very dis phase of life where you have been just getting your ass kicked. You are disenchanted, disengaged, all of the dis things. And so it's very, it was unrealistic of me to think like, certainly I can just like begin to go into what's next and not rest or restore myself at all. That's just not true. We need to take time to restore ourselves. Stop trying to do this work on an empty tank of gas you are going to want to get there so much faster than it will actually come together. I think we talked about this in a previous episode that the research shows that major life life and career transitions can take three to five years. Mm-hmm. So it's going to go slow. And this, I think, rest and restoration is an art form in and of itself. And that like this that. skill in slowness is going to pay huge dividends for the rest of your life. Yeah. I think, too, it's... Um acknowledging Shin's point, which is like, it's going to take a long time. Yes. And so there's no reason to rush and force yourself into decisions that you wouldn't make if you were well rested. And if you weren't in a healthy place, so like work on getting yourself to a healthy place and then you can start to, to block and tackle those, those important things, but just be prepared. It's going to take a long time. So you might as well like be in a good health and mental state as you go there. Yes. Lesson three for me in moving through transition is that it's okay to experiment and let yourself do it all imperfectly. I promise that the right people for you aren't really paying that close attention. And your ability to get okay with experimentation in this transition is just another one of those skills that you're learning. You'll feel like you're learning nothing, but in all honesty, the skills of transition are far more important 
than anything in that, like, the phase of life that we've talked about in past episodes, I call it the go for it phase, like the phase where you just, like, you're making plans all the time. Because the reality is you'll be changing and transitioning so very many times in your life, but nobody teaches you how to do these things. So experimentation is going to be critical throughout and learning how to get comfortable with that, that energetic or that skill set in your arsenal. You'll be in change more than you'll ever be in steady state. I really like this because I think one of the things that color us as individuals is all of our experiments and our failures. And I think acknowledging that you're going to do that, that you're going to fail and that it's worth experimenting and that knowing that you're going to be able to tell such an interesting story afterwards, I think is, is the best part. And I think, especially when you think about how do you stand out as a candidate, right? How do you stand out? How do you, how do you set yourself apart? I think you have a more interesting story to tell, right? Like when I was initially looking for my first job, which I ended up working with Shannon, I got to tell a story about, I wanted to be a doctor and I don't like touching people. And (laughs) like, that wasn't going to work out because doctors need to be touching people both emotionally and I think physically to, actually do the doctoring part but um it gave me a more interesting story right than the person who said i went to business school i want to do business because i like business selling and buying and buying and selling (laughs) business right that's not as interesting of a story it's very black and white but mine had a little bit more color so like when you experiment just know that you're just adding more color to your palette and it's going to make you a much more interesting candidate and stick out a lot more yeah, and in this moment, I'm just realizing, truly, I'm just realizing the connection between one and three, that the people who got you here will not be the ones to get you there. And so you are safe to experiment, because I think what I observed in myself and in a lot of my clients is that we're hesitant to experiment because we're worried about what the people who have been a part of what will eventually be our past life will think of us. Like for me, I was very worried. I had two of my former target bosses following me on Instagram when I was just getting started coaching. And I was constantly so worried about what they would think of me. Mm-hmm. But the reality is like, they are not a part of my future. So I really shouldn't give a shit what they think of any experiment that I'm running because they're a part of my past. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it at that time, but five years has shown me that they're a part of my past. They're not a part of the future. Okay, so next lesson learned. You're so safe to trust yourself. I know it's going to feel hard as you move through transition because you've been conditioned your whole life to think that someone else knows better than you. But I'm telling you, no one knows better than you. What a beautiful gift you're going to give yourself in embracing change, embracing learning, embracing trusting you over and over again throughout this process of change. Keep it in mind. It's so hard. It's almost on every single coaching plan that I work with clients on is learning how to trust themselves again. Because if you're like me, when you were climbing the corporate ladder, you lost sight of your own voice potentially. And you focused on like, well, what does my mentor think I should do next for my career move? Or what do I see other people around me doing in a path that makes sense and you're potentially for the first time in your life beginning to carve your own path. So trusting yourself is going to be important. Yes. Uh, And then thing five, your confidence 
will come back again. <laughs> it's going to be a journey, but it will return. Confidence is another thing that I would say is on 95% of every coaching plan. So it's so important that we practice compassion along the way. You're learning a lot of new things about you, about what you really want to do and how you really want to live. That can feel a lot more than jarring. <laughs> it can feel pretty overwhelming. But eventually you'll become confident in expressing your true self in the world. Until then, we just have to be compassionate and loving in the meantime. I love it. Uh, also, I know that Taylor Swift song stuck in my head. So You're welcome. <laughs> I forgot I that listen- you existed. <laughs> that song's listen- about uh, Kanye, I think. Oh, is it? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, remember when he took her Grammy or whatever it was? Oh, yeah. I remember that. He took the mic. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, whatever yeah. it was. I'm pretty sure that's what it was about. Because it's like the ultimate form of shade. Yeah. To be like, I totally forgot that that even happened. And it's like such a important milestone in her life to just be like, oh, I forgot that you existed. Mm-hmm. I, I love know it, that's Shannon. what it was about. I think so. All right. Well, we would love for you to connect with us on uh, LinkedIn at Workplace Hugs or on Instagram. I don't know what we watch. <laughs> Can you confirm my Taylor Swift fact? That'd be cool. Yeah, confirm the Taylor Swift fact that Rami has put out there. For but us. also, like, what else would you? What have you learned in going through major transition that you think would be helpful for others? We'd love to hear it, and others would love to know as well. Right? Yeah. Shannon shared five, I think, beautiful examples. But I'm sure there's more, and we'd love to to add to our own toolkit. I love it. With that, I've been Shannon. I've been Rami, and this has been Workplace Hugs. <laughs>